Hey guys, today I bring to you a, a day uh, where I, I went to the Shrewsbury Town Football Club where I covered their day of action, which was put together by the EFL, the English Football League, um, in, in conjoint with Shrewsbury Town in the community. Um, and today uh, they launched um, a program that they put together in, co- in partnership with Shrewsbury Arc. They invited a few members of the homeless community as well as others. There were, not everybody there was homeless. In fact, there were people that the ARC have actually helped to move on and eventually they're going to try and incorporate a few more members of that community into this and basically what they were doing today is they were um, inviting these people along to uh, to the 4G pitches they've got at the, the stadium so they can come and have a kick around they can get the football, they can go out, spread their legs and enjoy themselves, have a bit of fun make use of the showers there's also a barber, complimentary barber that was on there, I got to speak to him amongst others, I got to speak to Wendy from the Ark uh, Jamie, he's the CEO of, of uh, Shrewsbury Town Community um, I got to speak to, to Liam who's, who, who runs the media for them guys Steve who, who runs events and some other that he helps run the facilities for them as well um, amongst other people, uh, there, there was um, a footballer walking around. He he's he was injured on Saturday, so he, he made use of some some time to walk around and uh, and speak to people, take some photo opportunities, uh, and that was um, Aaron Pierre. I, I couldn't get, um, get grab him for an interview. He was he was only there for a short while, but there was some nice pictures taken with with some of the community. I didn't want to get in at any of the pictures. I got to explain actually that I just finished the night shift. Um, and I got overwhelmed with tiredness as, as I turned up to uh, to where we were. Um, so you're going to hear a lot of weird, groggy sort of audio that I, I put together because I'd hit record and then I'd hit this tiredness wall. Um, so my usual charisma wasn't showing it shining through. So uh, these interviews are, are, are great because it illustrates what these guys are, are doing and, and the great um, impact they're having on the community. Um but I'm always critical about myself, but I'm also very honest with, with my audio that I put together as well. This uh, episode is brought to you by our sponsors at Gin Different. Uh, they've got a great bar on the top of the market hall and they've got a wide array of gins available. Over 100 types of gin available and they've got bottles of, of craft gins that you can't necessarily get at the supermarkets. So make sure you check them out. You can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. And go and see the bar. Go and, go and have a drink. It's great. Um, I want to say thank you to uh, for you know for being invited to this event. It's great to take part um, in or be a part of what's going on here because it, it's beautiful to witness. It's, it is liberating when uh, someone's down in morale, down in mental health. Um, and they, they face the, the barriers that, that the homeless community or people around that community face when they get to go out and just have a bit of fun you know, all the weights lifted off their shoulders just for a, a short while and it was lovely to see that so I was really privileged to be invited to that so thanks for that anyway I'm going to leave you to, to this audio I hope you enjoy it um, if any feedback drop us an email uh, I'm, email is shrewsbybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com and why don't you check out our website too, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. And on our website, designed by our friends at Web Orchard, you can listen to audio directly off the website without having to use Spotify or Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts from. Anyway, I'll leave you to it. Hope you enjoy. Peace out, guys.
Hello, how's it going? Uh, I'm stood right now with one of the organisers from the from the Shrewsbury Arc. If I can get the lady to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Wendy Faulkner and I'm um, a manager at the Arc. Yeah. And so what's going on here today then? So we were approached by Shrews- Shrewsbury Town in the community um, and they wanted to do something um, specific- specifically for people um, who are homeless. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. Sorry. Hello, Wendy. Hi, yeah. Hello. How are you Hello. doing? Yeah, not about being nerd, I mean, I'm quite glad to be here. Yeah, look at the team. <laughs> so they're they're looking amazing. Can I recognise you? Sorry. No, you're okay. So we're in the middle of an interview then. It's okay. She's an outreach worker. Hello, hello. I've that. And Dirk, Dirk, you don't mind me saying, but it's been 11 years, hasn't it? Homeless, and you finally got your own home. You certainly have, yeah. Congratulations. How does that feel for you? Is it going well? It's amazing, it's a hell of a difference. Gives you some life back. It's, um, it's just you don't have a life on the streets. You're, you're existing on the streets, hand to mouth, relying on strangers to give you, give you money or food or whatever. And, you can't, and I tell you what, the, the, the kindness people do show to you, it, it does restore your faith in human nature. I tell you, they will bring you anything. I've seen people take the coat off the back they've just bought that day and give it to homeless people. Mm. You know, there is a lot of homeless out there that need help, though, and yeah. it can only help so many at a time. So the more people that can get involved with. You know, but she's got involved with the art now as well, which is a good thing. But the more people we can get involved with the art and help us, the bigger we can get it to help all the people that need the help. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's always been my philosophy just to just have a conversation with people that sat down there. Um, I was chatting with some guy on Greyfriars Bridge the other day. He was like, You've got a spare cigarette? I was like, Of course, man. We stood there talking about music and movies and stuff. That's it, yeah. Some of us got lots of talents, like, I mean, there's a lot of talented musicians on the streets, believe it or not. Yeah. That's the only thing we can turn to. I, did, I played harmonica for 11 years, I did. You know, and then I got banned because it was gathering crowds. So that was the idea, to gather a crowd, to get some money to live on, you know. Irony. <laughs> yeah, so how long, how long were you out there for, then? Uh, 11 years in total. Yeah, just around Shrewsbury? Or yeah, just Shrewsbury, yeah. Shrewsbury. And uh, going from all that time being out there to being in your own place, how's that been for you? Has it been... Has it been Good, comfortable, scary. It's been a bit scary, yeah. A bit because you don't know. You know, after eleven years, you don't know how you pay bills, where you pay bills. And nothing about bank accounts. You had to have a bank account and stuff these days. You, you don't know a lot of stuff that you should know that I would have known had I lived in a house, you know. And I feel pretty, pretty stupid. And I'm not a stupid, man. And I know it, but it's made me feel really stupid. I've had to turn to get other people to help me dig me out of the mess I'm in right now. There's nothing wrong with asking for years. help. We all have to ask. I know, but I wasn't brought up that way. I was brought up. It is wrong to ask for help. You know, you don't you get on with it and do, you, do yourself. You know. But you also help other people as well, though. Oh, massively, yeah. 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 Um, how how important is it? Sorry, the wind's ruining my. That's right. Uh, how important is it for events like this to be put together by a local community? I think it's crucial because everybody is part of the community. Uh, everybody deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. They are people. We're all people. We're all the same. Nobody is any different. Um, and this has just given them the opportunity to build that confidence, get back into the swing of things. You've seen the lads today. They're yeah, yeah. really enjoying it. You know, um, kicking the ball. And they are good football players. <laughs> They're blasting that ball. They're really enjoying just getting it. Yeah. One, one went right over the before oh god it's gone (laughs) um yeah so what we're looking at now is uh some of the guys from the from the arc that use the arc 
are now in Shrewsbury colours, kicking yeah. the ball around, uh, and they're going to be given like free haircuts and things today as well. They? they are, they are. We also provide free haircuts at the Arc as well, yeah. but obviously this is great, you know, to continue with this. The numbers are going to build over the next few weeks. Like I said earlier, um, some of um, the gents that accessed the Arc were quite nervous of coming to the launch, the actual launch, because they knew media would want to be involved. And they said, no, they can't come today, but they will come over the next few weeks. Um, so they're really looking forward to it. They're all really looking forward to it. So. I was, I, if I was going to be honest, I was anxious about coming today because I didn't, like, it's same with the floods. I always say with the floods, I didn't want to walk up and shove a mic in someone's face and no. go, How, how's your life been ruined? Is, is, you know? Exactly, and it's the same with the homeless guys. Uh, but we did, what we did do when we when we did work with the Ark when we first started as a show, is uh, we went and we did a couple of great interviews upstairs in that office, that small office. That was so funny. Uh, and then I just sat down for a couple of hours in in the the, the room downstairs and just just spoke to people because sometimes it, that's what it needs, right? And that's what I keep inviting people in. Just pop in for a cup of coffee when you're passing. Just walk in, walk in off the street, say hello. You know, come and join us for a cup of coffee. You know, get to know people. Yeah. Well, look, thank you so much for talk- talking to me. I hope today goes well. Um, how often are these going to be put? I think it's weekly, but I can't remember. I think it is weekly. It's weekly, okay. Double check. It'll be fortnightly if it is weekly, but it will be on a regular basis, so it will be continuing. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to kill this audio because the wind's doing it for me anyway. It's just, that's all I can hear. Everybody. It's fantastic. Thank you for chatting to me. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm sat here with Jamie Edwards, right? Yep, yep, Jamie Edwards. And you're the, the chief exec of, of what's going on at, at STIC, right? Shrewsbury Town Community. Yeah, yeah, so Shrewsbury Town Community Chief Executive. Um, so we deliver uh, 36 different projects across the county. Um, everything ranging from four-year-olds all the way up to 94-year-olds at the moment. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's beautiful. I mean, we've been wanting to work with you guys for a while, g- give you a bit of a voice about what's going on, because I think it's brilliant what you guys are doing for the community. I mean, I was having a peruse on your website earlier. The, the amount of work you guys have put in across the community, never mind the money, I mean, that's still quite a big figure. Was it 2.8 million or something you guys have? We've invested, yeah, that's over the last 10 years. Actually, this year, I think this month is the second year in a row that will invest over one million pound in a year within Shropshire um, through our various different projects so projects that you see here today the extra time hub a new project that we're engaging with the homeless um, is all going towards trying to make uh, Shropshire a little bit stronger yeah I think it's fantastic I mean today we've got the extra time hub what is that? Explain what that is. So the Extra Time Hub is um, Sport England funded um, through the English Football League Trust as well. It's a project that 12 other football clubs are running across the country. It's aimed at engaging in over 55-year-olds to make sure that they're not socially isolated and have a place that they can come to to exercise, basically. That's fantastic. I love that. Nothing about that sounds bad at all. I love that. It's so good. Uh, but today we're here to, I mean, I, I would love to come here and just sit with these guys because I think it's fantastic what you guys are doing. But uh, today is the launch of um, Day of Action, uh, which the EFL has put together. Can we explain what that is? Yeah, so the EFL Day of Action is something, again, that the EFL Trust run. Um, 92 clubs across the country have a, a CCO, which is a club community organisation. And today we will be showcasing our work. So from here in Shrewsbury, there'll be somebody doing the same thing at Sunderland and there'll be somebody at South End doing the same same sort of thing not the same project but all, all 
showing basically the power of what a football club can have in its own community. Yeah, sort of how you reach out to the community and how you better them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the, the club have a duty um, to its own community. Obviously, we're asking the community to support the football club and the more people that we can get coming into the football stadium supporting the club will help us hopefully um, continue to go through the leagues and get as high as, as possible. But with that, you've obviously got a duty to make sure that the community that you're you're within or the football club with is in is um, we're, we're having a positive effect on so that might be by taking footballers out um, and motivational talks with students or it might be like I said putting on a session that brings 30 to 40 elderly people together to have a cup of tea and coffee and and not sit at home on their own there's there's, there's loads of different ways that we can support the community still even with all the projects that we do and and we want to do so much more I've just been uh, speaking to Wendy outside from the Ark. Yeah. Um, they must have been over the moon when you guys approached them, right? Yeah, um, I think it's an idea that came um, initially from myself and, and then the facilities manager, Steve Burnside, has worked really hard to make it happen. I felt a little bit guilty because every Christmas, and you see it all over the country, both football clubs and businesses want to get involved with Shrewsbury Ark, Shrewsbury Children's Hospital, the Children's Ward, anything that, oh, we should give, give back a little bit of Christmas. Well sort of every year we do do that and then you think well actually there's 364 other days of the year that we should be doing something um, so this is the start of a project that hopefully will be a weekly session that will not only um, give these guys that are struggling a little bit the chance to come and play football today that you can see there's a barber here so they can get a haircut um, next um, as we go through the year and we've got a fundraising event to hopefully fund this, um, we want to include an employability session. We want to include a possibility of them taking their FA coaching courses so they can actually wow, become, if they can become more employable, then hopefully that will be the key to them not being homeless. So, so there's a step-by-step -step stage with this. Um, and like I said, how we're going to fund it is hopefully the sleep out as well. So we're asking again the community that come and support us on a match day to come and sleep rough at the stadium for a, for a night, experience what it's like for somebody homeless, but know that the money that they're going to they're going to pay to to actually be able to sleep in the stadium um, will actually go to funding this project and, and take it to the next level. I did hear about this. Uh, um, me and Team Biscuit were very much like, "Ooh, we need to do this." Um, how, how's the feedback been for that? Has, has there been a lot of uh, reaction to that? We've, we've only just launched it, so it's been the sleep out has been running for two or three years now, and it's been it's it's worked really well. Um, it, I've done it for two out of those three years, and you do realise at first it, it's a good laugh. Oh yeah, yeah, it'd be nice sleeping outside. Until it gets about two o'clock. I did one in Telford. It's... Yeah, yeah, two, three o'clock in the morning. The realisation sits in that you're you're sleeping on concrete. You've got some cardboard and you've got a sleeping bag. And if it starts to rain, you've got nothing. You've got no food. You've got nothing. That we're trying to jazz it up a little bit this year. So there's two things we're doing. One, it always used to get aimed at businesses or organisations, and we just thought, well, actually, it's a great thing. I've got a three and a half year old at home. I'd love him to learn that not everybody sleeps under a roof every night. It's not. It's not as nice as what he has it. Um, and I'm sure other families and, and mothers and fathers would love to be able to do that. Um, and the other one we want to to do and we should probably be doing it this week with coronavirus going around and rationing in the supermarket is see who can live with just £10 from the Monday to the Thursday or we'll sleep rough on the Thursday night but on Monday you get given £10 and you've got to eat for four days on £10 no frills no nothing else no going to 
to out for lunch or out for tea or no anything Mackies. like that. No Mackies, yeah, no chocolate bars when you go to the uh, service station to fill up with fuel, whatever it is, and really test yourself to say, yeah, I can go and sleep rough for the night and I'm going to go and probably have a breakfast afterwards, but it's it's every night for some of these people so to try and really recreate it and and create some more awareness around it yeah empathy isn't it and it's hard for the art because and and the art obviously need funding as well to continue doing the great work that they do um but you're told not to give money to homeless people because you you can't tell where it's actually going to go so yeah to to make sure that that funding is going in the right place yes you want to help them but again and anybody who does any fundraising one of my bugbears and where we need to be better as a charity is if somebody gives us a donation we can tell them exactly where it's going to go and how it's going to be used and they can physically see it Um, some of these charities are great but if you just donate a tenner do you know where that tenner has gone Um, every charity we're a charity every charity is is struggling and always wants more funding um, we're taking more and more of the the key services that councils used to provide that can't afford it and the voluntary community sector are having to try and bridge that gap but ultimately if if those if the local councils can't run it with the funding that they had then how is the voluntary and community sector going to do it so that's why our fundraising events and engaging with people that that can afford to get get some fundraising going is really really important we love what you guys are doing i think it's really important uh, i'm so glad we've finally been able to, to talk because i think it's around christmas we were talking and communication uh, got broken down but well done man this this is amazing and i really do hope it goes very well and maybe after after this has been going for a while because you say it's weekly right yeah maybe we can get you in the studio and, and find out how it's going you know? yeah, definitely i'd love to i think the more that we can keep talking about the homeless project that we're doing um and all our other projects it's one of our bugbears is not many people know what we do i think people remember us we've been going 25 years you know over 10 years as a charity but before that it started as football in the community i think people still think all we offer is is football coaching to children and we do as you can see we do so so much more than that thank you so much for talking to me and i hope that we can do this again yeah no problem thank you very much Hello, how's it going? I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Can I get you to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name's Steve. Um, I'm the events and facilities manager at Shrewsbury Town and the Community. Um, so obviously making sure that the facilities are fit for purpose and that the local public can come and use those facilities at affordable cost. And then we look at events as well, so fundraising events, um, how the local community can get involved with the charity and how we can hopefully raise some money to put these sessions on uh, for those that need it. So how much responsibility falls to you then to, to, to put things together like this, for example? Is it up to you to go and use your initiative and find things? So, yeah, it's very much a team effort from everybody at the community. Um, so we have a look at our, our local area and right across Shropshire. Uh, we have a look at kind of what we think the community needs um, or kind of what the gaps are in offering at the moment. And then we come together as a team. Uh, we base our, our ideas on, on five main strands. And then from that, from that chat and from that gathering, we look to put together initiatives that will really help the community. What's your favourite thing about what you, what you do personally for, for Shrewsbury Town, the community? So it probably sounds a little bit cliche, but obviously um, when you're helping people in need, uh, there is that, that satisfaction, if you like, that personal satisfaction for being able to help those that, that need it the most. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and today is the launch of... Um, a day of action. I've just finished a night shift. My, my head is like scrambled egg. Um, how do you think it's gone today? 
yeah, so I think it's gone really well. Um, obviously, it's always hard to gauge numbers for, for the first day, um, especially with those that are currently homeless or, or living without accommodation. But to have five or six here that are kind of kicking a ball about, that they're smiling, they're diving about, they're putting balls in, in the top corner, it, it's great to see. And hopefully we can, we can build on that now and obviously increase the numbers going forward. There's something really special, even as an adult, uh, as putting a football kit on and getting out on a 4G pitch and just smashing a ball at a goal it must be quite liberating for those guys yeah as you say obviously it's football's fantastic and sport in general it, it brings people together and children of all ages adults of all ages nice and easy put on a pair of boots or a pair of trainers get a ball out with some friends and just have a bit of a ping really it's, it's nice and simple but it's one of those things that, that people do right from when they're, when they're little kids all the way growing up and can continue it right throughout their life so it's great it's a passion, baby. It's a passion. Thank you very much for chatting to me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Hello, how's it going? I'm Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. And uh, today I'm going to be walking around and getting a feel for what's going on today. Can I ask you to just to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Ollie. Um, and I, I, uh, OT's Barbary uh, in Shrewsbury above Excise for Less. And, yeah. So you're the barber here today. I did explain earlier. That, um, about what's going on today and that these chaps that are out here and ladies and there's a couple of yeah, ladies yeah. Um, are going to be given a complimentary sort of haircut and things like that um, how, we, how does it feel to be a part of a project like this? Uh, nothing but good really um, I mean the fact that we're bringing all different areas of the community together today um, showing support and making them feel a part of a part of everything else that we do um, been able to provide uh, a cut as well to some of the have you been busy yeah 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 <laughs> yeah very busy no, that's good that's good that's brilliant um well done for, for being a part of today because it, i think it really is important you know as a business owner yourself to go out there and do something for the community around you we see it everywhere in shrewsbury nowadays there's so much going on in the streets so many people out there um so it must feel liberating for you to be able to do something about it yeah it is no it is really good um Obviously, a lot of the minute, a lot of it's uh, quite negative that we're hearing about. Um, not much nice things, uh, you know, we hear on the news and stuff. So it's it's is really good to be to be part of it and and to feel and feel good that we're providing something more for them. Yeah, because I mean, you think about it. I mean, to you above exercise for less, you're around people that really care about their image, and I don't think that dies whether you're a gym nut, whether you're a businessman, whether you. So like, imagine I could just put myself in their shoes, that was sat there feeling grubby, feeling you. Know. So to do give that person their personality back is something huge, you know. So you know, I applaud you. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so when people come in uh, and have a haircut, it's you know they. Some people do sit there and they're a bit quiet, but some people it's, it's, it gives them a chance to talk about their lives, uh, any troubles they're having. And for us, it's, it's, it, we, can, we can listen, uh, advice, whatever, whatever we can offer, really. So it's, it is good. It, it's more than just a haircut for them. Well, fantastic. Thank you for chatting to me. Hope it goes well today. Cheers. Thank you, mate. Thank you. What did I do then? I don't know what I did. Um, okay, so I'm talking to uh, a guy that greeted me as I came through the door, Liam. Uh, and what's your role again, Liam? Uh, so I'm the media and communications officer here at Shrewsbury Town and Community. Uh, so possibly somebody I was speaking to on Gmail a while ago. Uh, we were supposed to do something with you guys, but I think we got caught up with Christmas and blah, 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 blah. And finally we're here. So thank you for letting us be here today. Yeah, no problem. Um, it's really exciting to sort of um, have yourselves in, obviously, like, 
podcasts um, in general. I, I listen to quite a lot of music, music podcasts and things like that, so I know it is sort of quite a good medium for um, getting stuff out there, um, especially one that's focused on the local community because everything that we do is sort of based around getting everyone from the local area, from Shrewsbury, everyone in Shropshire involved in what we do. Um, so yeah, happy to be on and talk to you. Well, well, hopefully this can be a reoccurring thing because I love. I, I've just said uh, there's, there's going to be like five different bits of audio of me going. I love what you do. I love what you do because I do. I think it's fantastic. And where did this idea come from to work with uh, the Ark then? Uh, so we went up at Christmas. So obviously every year we do the Christmas visits with the players, um, where obviously they go up and they. Um, sort of help out diving out food that sort of thing with you know community engagement um, that football clubs tend to do around Christmas Um, and we got sort of speaking to Wendy at the Ark um, and she was sort of saying to us like one of the things that um, the clients there always ask when they come in is can we play football can we get involved in football in any way Um, so when she mentioned that we obviously had a bit of a brainwave and we thought well we've got the facility here we've got the um, Mercedes-Benz football hub which you know, at times it's quiet, obviously during the week. Um, and what better way to sort of get that section community involved than to give them the opportunity to come and play football here? Um, so we set it up for today um, it's for the first session, just to give them the opportunity to come down and um, play a bit of football, get a bit of social time with each other. And uh, yeah, it's been really good, I think. I think football brings out a certain sort of camaraderie amongst people that you might not all automatically get when you see people on the street or at work or at school or whatever it is when you're on that football pitch and you're in a part of a team something just happens it's magic right yeah so like it's obviously the main reason why we're able to do what we do is because football does bring so many people together so actually we stand in the community we don't just sort of cover football it is so many other things but it is um all based around that core of football um so even when we're going into schools and doing things like um sort of helping with bits of curriculum delivery around maths we'll occasionally sort of get classes of children in um, and they'll do things like you know calculate the area of the pitch it's using that it's using football as a hook to get people in um, and to help improve sort of all different areas of their lives um, when, when I always explain it as when, when I speak into people uh, trying to break the ice and trying to get that conversation going. Uh, I'm a conversationalist. This is what I do. It's about finding the key, to, uh, the key to the door, right? That 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 opens the lock. And for, like you said, for some kids, maybe dealing with autism, maybe depression, mental health issues, homeless guys. That that's the hook, isn't it? The football thing. So yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Like the, the sort of number of participants that I end up speaking to, obviously doing what I do. Um, you know, very similar to yourself, going and speaking to participants, finding out why they've got involved and everything like that. As soon as you mention um, football or anything about it, someone who before might have been sort of a little bit reserved, not really wanting to speak, straight away they come alive um, and, you know, they can talk for, for days about it, you know. Um, and what was it like this morning seeing these guys rock up on the pitch with their shirts on? What was that like for you guys? It's really good. It's, it's one of those things that makes all the hard work that we put in really worth it because um, it, it is hard work a lot of the time um, so knowing that we're giving these opportunities to people that they wouldn't get otherwise it is that sort of cliche to say but like that sort of heartwarming feeling that it's really nice to be able to um, see them out there um, and see them getting involved in what we do well I was just chatting to Jamie I had to check his name because I just finished night shift my head's killing it. it's just down gone um and he was saying that it was up to you guys to come up with this this homelessness project like a day of action was about 
going out in the community and doing something there's no n- nothing necessarily there as a, as a gu- guideline so um, what made you think Shrewsbury needed uh, the help with the homeless what was the, the point of that for you obviously I think when you um, sort of walk around the streets you can see it is a growing problem um, around Shrewsbury you know you, you see a lot of people on the streets and um, any way that we can sort of help that as it, it, at the end of the day it it's not a token gesture, but it is a really small thing in terms of what could be done. But it's a start, um, and it's similar. It's sort of the reason why we want to do things like the Sleep Out Challenge later this year um, to obviously raise funds for us to be able to do a little bit more than it just being a football session for them. So we want to do things like get sort of external people and maybe um, if they want it, offering sort of um, employability skills and things like that and workshops, different things around that. But I think we've um, got to make sure that the key is it's making sure that it's what those people that are coming to the sessions want to do um, and find out what it is that they want from us and how we can help them. Because um, I think a lot of times the danger is a lot of places sort of just go and say, oh, we're going to do this, this and this without checking if, you know, that's actually what they what the participants want. Um, so yeah, that's a key thing for us as well. Um, I mean, I know it's Wendy that's dealt with it, with the arc, um, but what were the participants like in, in getting involved? Were they enthused about it? Were they? Or was there a bit of uh, encouragement to be had? Uh, I think originally they would. Don't know whether sceptical is the right word or not. I know um, one of my colleagues, Steve, went on last Friday to sort of explain how it was all going to work to them. Um, just because I think they were a little bit sceptical like you know oh are you just doing this to get a media buzz or whatever that sort of thing Um, but I think Steve going and explaining to them what we were trying to do and um, what the sort of aims of putting this session on were I think they did get on board a lot more with it and you only had to see them sort of coming in today the the clients from the Shrewsbury Arc have been coming in they've been sort of you know saying hi to everyone they've been really happy to be here um, obviously getting involved speaking to Aaron Pierre um, and different bits like that that it does seem like they are really happy to um, come and sort of become a part of this community and uh, I think one of the most important questions I can ask is how can people get involved to help uh, so we've got a, um, a range of ways to get involved um, from whether you want to come and volunteer with us we always look for different volunteers because um, obviously you know we haven't got an unlimited pot of money that we can spend on employing coaches and things like that um, so even if it's only for an hour a week you can cut you know send an email to um, I believe it's admin at shrewsbytownthecommunity.com if you email that saying that you want to get involved and volunteer um, we'll you know try and find the best sort of session a way for you to help out um, but also if you want to do a little bit more and just sort of uh, raise a bit of money and challenge yourself uh, at the same time we have got these events that go on all throughout the year um, so coming up we've got Pedal to Peterborough at the end of um, April end of April um, so there we're going to have a few participants who are going to be cycling from the Montgomery Waters Meadow to uh, Peterborough for the game uh, so they're doing it within two days um, but it's diff- different sort of challenge events like that if that sounds a little bit too um too strenuous we have got uh, easier ones as well such as the sleep out which um would be going to, which will be raising money for um shrewsbury arc and um, the homelessness project that we've got here um and that is simply just sleeping out in the stadium for a night i i, I, I said that i want to get team Bis- team Bis get involved with this but um what what do people have to do to take part in the sleep out 
Uh, sorry, say that again. What do people have to do to take part in the sleep out? Is it about raising a certain amount of money, or can you? Um, literally, we um, I've got a sign up fee, and obviously, then it's all fundraising. Um, so if you go onto our website, onto fundraising events, um, there's sign up links um, all on there where you can come and get involved. Um, and this year, we really are trying to push it open out to families. Um, and businesses, schools, anyone who wants to come and take part. It's on a Friday night, um, so you haven't got the issue of having to go into work the next morning. Uh, so, you know, everyone can come and get involved, and in an ideal situation, we'd end up filling that stadium up with, uh, with people. Sounds amazing. We'll be there. We'll absolutely be there. You are brilliant, and I'd love to get you on again sometimes. Thank you so much for chatting to me. And I'm sorry I've been a bit this morning. I'm not usually like this. I'm, I'm so tired, but I really want to be involved today, so I'm kind of pushing my way through it. So thank you very much for chatting to me. Yeah, no problem there. Thanks very much for coming. And like I say, anything we can do to um, get more people involved, we're always going to be keen for. So thanks. Thank you very much. Cheers. Okay, I'll, first of all, I'll introduce myself. I'm Alex. I'm from the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Okay. Uh, can I get you to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Kate, and I am the health activator for Shrewsbury Town in the community. What's that? What's that do? Well, the, the charity has so many different strands. So there's like the part that go into schools, and there's the soccer schools. But yeah, so there's loads of different parts. The charity's got lots of different facets, but one of them is health, and so I look after that. So basically, it's health facilitation for anyone out in the community who might need support and isn't a normal gym user. So we try and focus on four main areas at the minute, which is active ageing, so our older adults, um, um, alcohol and addiction and uh, substance abuse, childhood obesity, and the last one is kick cancer so helping with cancer rehab amongst others that's a broad spectrum of and mental health and mental health I forget about mental health yeah. as well yeah so those are the things we aim to look at every year they don't run all the time our older adult work runs all the time we've got two sessions a week now the Tuesday session just started today and great. yeah it's good so that's from around 10 o'clock till 12 o'clock on a Tuesday and Thursday up at the stadium older adults come in and it's kind of a social group and we try and sneakily get some physical activity in there so a lot of tea and biscuits we do some like seated exercise inside but we also really encourage people to get outside walking football walking cricket walking hockey bowls golf anything go for a walk we just try and get everyone to be a little bit physically active and break down isolation so they're coming in having a chat making some friends and yeah how's it been i mean have they enjoyed being around other people and, and getting out today? Has there been a lot yeah, of enthusiasm? I mean, there's, every single person's got a story to tell mm. and it really impacts different people in so many different ways. I'm sure one of my members won't mind me saying that his wife passed away last year. And so for him, this has been ground, like earth, like life changing. It really has changed everything for him where his house is no longer somewhere that is a comfortable place for him to be. And you do get, people do get a bit more isolated as we age. We do stop socialising just as much. It's not as easy to get out and about. And I think people don't realise how quickly you can turn into being a little bit of, a little bit lonely. And, and a bit of a hermit. In. I mean, it's happened yeah. to me before, you know, and it does happen to people yeah. on a day to day. It really does. And, and it's insidious. It just creeps in without you noticing. And before you know it, you've not spoken to anyone in three days. Yeah. And that's where this, this comes in. There's so many older adult groups out there to like age uk are fantastic they'll push push loads of different groups and we are just one of them up at the stadium and yeah 
It's really nice. The people who come, they would all say it's had a positive impact on them, I think. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, if, you, if, say, if somebody was listening to this that had someone that they thought would benefit from this, um, how could they get in touch with you guys? Oh, email me, please. You yeah. can email me directly. I'd love that. My name's Kate, so it's K-A-T-E, and then dot, my surname, Lin, uh, Lindley, L-I-N-D-L-E-Y, at shrewsburytown in the community.com, and I'm sure you could put it somewhere with your podcast so I will edit it. I'm going to be editing this tonight I'll find a way to write it down don't worry thank you so much for talking to me that's alright uh, hopefully we'll meet again because uh, the biscuit and, and, and stick are going to work together I think so wicked good. yeah that would be awesome thank you for chatting to me thank you cheers there we have it. There was a coverage of uh, a day of action which was put together by Shrewsbury Town, the community and the English Football League. Um, but Shrewsbury Town, the community, as a standalone thing, are doing amazing things for the town. So it was a real honour to, to be invited and to be, you know, get the opportunity to walk around and mingle and talk and, and introduce ourselves to them because uh, I, I'd love what they're doing and I feel like we can work together in the, in the future. Absolutely. So thank you to everybody that spoke to me and thanks for the invite. It was really good. And if you guys want to get involved, involved, go to uh, com, and you can find ways in which you can help them. And uh, yeah, if you want to uh, check out our website as well, which is where you can listen to our audio without the hassle of going to an app uh, like Spotify or Podbean, our website is uk. And that's put together by our friends at Web Orchard. I'm going to leave you now and I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you guys next time. Peace out.